A reading from Matthew 10, 37-39 Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Well, this is a continuation of that theme we were talking about yesterday, this sword, this division, you know, even within families. And, um, you know, it seems kind of harsh, you know, like love me more than your parents, love me more than your kids. Um, Otherwise, you won't be worthy of me. But again, I think he's being realistic and practical. Uh, if we if we put these other allegiances, even as strong as a family bond, that storge love, even something as um, almost unmatchably strong, love for your kids, Jesus is saying, if I really am who I'm saying I am, then you will put me above all other allegiances. And, you know, we have all these idolatries. I think it's been said that the maybe the baby boomers or the Gen X idolize their kids. You know, we, we form our whole calendar around our kids' schedule and we want to get our kids into the best school and blah, blah, blah. Um, so in that sense, you know, you can take these words seriously here from Jesus. If you love your kids, if you've put your kids, I, I think about this probably a lot because I always know, I look around <laughs> I the wonder why. on a certain Sunday and I think, uh, well, hockey hockey season started because like a third of our congregation is gone. Now I'm not saying those people are necessarily idolizing their kids, but I'm just saying like, okay, what would Jesus say? Like, it, is it possible we can put our kids or anything above Him? Yes, it is. So Jesus is saying, come come back, put me back on the throne of your heart, and then everything else will um, fall back into place. All right. Certainly the words that were so profound in the Old Testament repeated and repeated the Shema, as well as Jesus referring back to it, love the Lord your God with all your Mm. heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm. And this idea of the wholehearted love for God, I love this. Jesus so often speaks with paradox and invites us into that sort of mystery of how two things that seem opposed could possibly Mm -hmm. hang together. And we see that with the losing our lives to find them. And I think he so often is taking the paradox of bringing sort of joy out of things that are suffering or bringing hope out of despair. And ultimately, we know in the resurrection that the mission he came was to bring life out of death. And I'm so grateful for that. And that causes me to love God more. Yes. uh, You know, I just want to go back to what Nathan was saying about, you know, the kids. And I I think that in our own very prosperous times, uh, the, what is it, idolization of children. And it started Mm -hmm. in the 19th century, by the way, in case... uh, Charles Dickens wrote. Uh, no, I want to blame novel. it on baby boomers. I like to blame everything on baby boomers. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it, it actually ahead, precedes ahead. them. A lot of things preceded mm-hmm. them. <laughs> they still got it wrong. Uh, but I mean, I, 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 a novel called The All Curiosity Shop, there's this character, uh, Little Nell, and uh, she's quite angelic. And Dickens, uh, the author, you know, uh, 
took a character in the novel and made it her into an angel, which means uh, he was partaking in the philosophy of the French Revolution, where we were all born innocent, which is contrary to everything the Bible says, and that it's society that corrupts us, which we're struggling with today in terms of what everybody is saying about where evil comes from. But I think David, as always, comes uh, uh, gives us a insight into our human nature, where he says, "Before I was brought forth in an, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me." Now that's pretty tough going. But, you know, it really is very consistent with the view of uh, humankind from the Garden of Eden up to the present moment. Uh, that hasn't changed except for one person was brought into the world, Jesus Christ, uh, where that doesn't apply. But it applies to each one of us. And I think we risk a lot when we disregard it. 